Good morning. Today is Thursday, October 21st, 2021. Masay Avos Simon Labanim. That famous rabbinic phrase means Masay Avos, the actions of our patriarchs and matriarchs. Simon Labanim, they are a sign for their descendants, for us, their children. We emulate their behavior. So in this week's parsha, we learn about the hospitality that Avraham and Sarah shared guests. And therefore, hospitality is something that we emulate. And thank God for such a long time, we were not able to offer hospitality in the way that we wanted because of COVID. But now, slowly, slowly, Gradually, we are now able again to have guests safely. And it's something that we can appreciate to be able to again emulate Avraham and Sarah in welcoming guests into our home. There is a deeper understanding of this concept, Masse Avos Simon Labanim. And that is that they, our patriarchs and matriarchs, they acted and created for us patterns. They created for us values that underlie their actions. And we inherit those values. So they become our values and they become the basis of, <clears throat> excuse me, the basis of our actions because they were formulated by and bequeathed to us by the Avos and Imahos, the patriarchs and the matriarchs. In other words, we learn, say for Beratius, the book of Beratius, to pinpoint these strengths and values and characteristics that we have within ourselves as individuals and as a people, that's the Simon Labanim, not just what to emulate, but the guideposts of who we are, what is inside of us, what motivates us, because of the Masse Avos, the actions of the patriarchs and the matriarchs. Let me share with you one example to demonstrate these two levels of understanding this concept. So this is a story that I heard from Sivan Rahab Meir. <clears throat> few days ago, she was attending a parents' meeting for the beginning of the school year where her children go to school. And she says that she sat with the other mothers on the little children's chairs in the classroom and the teacher began to explain the plans for the year. Sivan says she came to this event in the evening at the school after a very long and busy day, and she was tired, and the teacher's voice was very pleasant and soothing, and she was looking at the beautiful pictures on the walls done by the artwork, done by the students, and she found herself uh, falling asleep. 
and she had to fight just to keep her eyes open. I, I think all of us can relate to being in situations where we're just kind of drifting off. All of a sudden, she sees a text on her phone. And the text is from one of the mothers whose child is in the class. And she sent the text to the, to the other mothers who are there. And she says, I'm sorry, I'm not able to be there. Would someone be able to take notes and give me a summary of what's discussed at the evening and tell me later since I'm not able to be there? So all of a sudden, Sivan is fully awake and she responds, I'm on it. I will do it. And she says at that moment, everything changed. She started to copy down all of the main points, the classroom regulations, what you can bring for the morning snack, the transportation details, how to celebrate birthdays in class. And she was taking notes on every detail. She was attuned to everything that the teacher was saying. What happened? What changed for her? What happened is she received an assignment that was meaningful to her. She received a mission. And when you have a mission, when you have a purpose, even if it's a small purpose, you become energized because you're not, your actions are not only to serve the immediate need of writing down the task, but it serves the larger me need of fulfilling the mission of fulfilling the purpose. The greatest gift, she writes, is the opportunity to do something for someone else, someone who needs your help. You become important in being of service to another human being. You can be doing the exact same activity and you can be doing it without thinking about it while you're falling asleep. But all of a sudden, if you're doing the same action, but you're doing it for someone else who needs your help, it's completely different. You're doing it with enthusiasm. You're doing it with attention. You're doing it with care. Why? Because you have a sense of purpose. And that is exactly what Avraham and Sarah bequeath to us in this week's Torah portion at the very beginning. The value and the feeling of being on a mission. Avram and Sarah live their lives with a sense of mission and purpose. And when you do that, it transforms everything that you do. The most mundane task is no longer mundane because it is serving a purpose. It's fulfilling a mission. Listen again to the opening passage of our Parsha. Okay, we know the main story is Avram and Sarah show hospitality to these three strangers who are passing by. But listen to the wording to get a sense of how their actions portray the value of living with a sense of mission. Vayisa ena vayar. Avram lifted his eyes and he was looking to see, is there anyone that we can invite? He didn't simply wait until someone knocked on the door. 
He was trying to find someone in the middle of the desert, in the heat of the day, that he could possibly invite in. Vayaratz Likrasam. He ran to meet them. Again, he was, he was a quite elderly gentleman at this time. He ran to meet them. Why? You know, when someone rings the door to your house, I mean, you can walk to the door. You can walk to the door. Or you can run to the door if you have a sense that it's part of a mission. And he says to them, You kachnamat mayim, why don't you have, come into my home? You'll have a little bit of water. You'll have a piece of bread. Paslecham, you have a piece of bread. And they agree. Then, vayimaher o Avram Sarah. Avram hurries to Sarah, to include Sarah and to include his son Yishmael in this. Mahari, quickly make three loaves of bread and prepare a delicious meal. Vel habakar rat Avraham. Avraham ran to prepare the meat for this meal. And he selected rach v'tov, the best, the most choice serving that he could serve to these guests. And he hurried to bring it to them and recognize how he had promised so little, but he provided so much. He promised a little water and a piece of bread, and he's making an entire feast with bread and with meat and with other dishes he's bringing out. And then, he stands above them, stands beside them while they are eating. He is their servant. It's his home. It's his food. He invited them in. But because it's a sense of mission to show hospitality, he is their servant. And he stands waiting for their instructions. That's not just offering hospitality. It's not just offering hospitality in a magnanimous manner. It is offering hospitality with a sense of mission that there is a purpose for me to do this. Because once I can do a service for another person in need, it gives my life purpose. It gives my life a sense of mission. And that's what it gives to us. Avraham gives to us, Avraham and Sarah through their actions, they give to us not only the instruction to emulate their hospitality, we should show hospitality to others. They bequeath to us this value that we should be doing our actions with a sense of mission with a sense of purpose. Now, to live with a sense of mission, first of all means we don't get to decide what the mission is. And sometimes what we think the mission is gets changed. We've all experienced this. We all thought for a really long time that our mission as religious Jews was to go to shul, to go to the synagogue to pray. And then all of a sudden, 
it becomes our mission to stay home in order to protect life and health, in order not to infect others. Our mission becomes to stay home. We may not have liked that mission as much as we like the other mission, but it's a mission nonetheless. It's what God wants us to, wanted us to do at that time. For many, many years, our mission, when we come to shul, when we come to the synagogue, is to pray with exuberance and singing and beautiful voices joining together to praise Hashem. And then all of a sudden, our mission changes. And because singing loudly creates risk of spreading disease, our mission becomes to concentrate on silent prayers, to concentrate on the inner expression of prayer that's quiet, that's still. That's a very difficult mission. Many of us, I know, I certainly felt this way, felt very, very challenged not to be able to pray with exuberance and enthusiasm out loud. But the mission changed. And we had to change with it. Fortunately, that mission, thank God, is now changing back. And this Shabbos at Adath, we will be beginning for the first time since March 2020. We will be beginning singing aloud based on what our medical experts have told us that this is now safe for us to do. And we'll be able to have our old mission back of singing and davening with enthusiasm and beauty and passion, all singing and joining together. We look forward to being able to resume that mission this Shabbos. But whatever it is, however it goes, it's a sense of mission. Because it's for a higher purpose. And the higher purpose is to serve others to serve God. When we serve others and we serve God, it lifts our actions to the value and the characteristic that our lives have a mission, a purpose. That's the deepest meaning of Masa Avos Simon Labanim. And that's how we are supposed to learn the book of Horatius as we learn these portions to look for the actions that we are to emulate of our patriarchs and matriarchs, but much more deeply to look for the values that underlie those actions and to see not just what they did, but how they did it, everything that they did with a sense of mission because they knew that their actions were being done to help others and were being done to fulfill God's commands. Living with a sense of mission is a completely different life and it is the greatest gift that our patriarchs and matriarchs have given us. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.